AJ. What up, Brian? Are we starting? AJ, oh my God. Paper, it's paper, paper or plastic? I gotta, I'm sorry. I got to push you through this line as fast as I possibly can. Push you through the line. Uh, plastic. Pla- what? Dude, I, I get all my groceries bagged in styrofoam. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> that's how it works. What? I don't know. Can we start the show? Please just start the show. I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to prove something to Nick. Let's go. Okay, let's go. <laughs> This is PSVR Gamescast Live. We film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday right here at 6 p.m. Eastern live on YouTube for your <laughs> for your oral pleasure. It's never going to get old. It's never going to get old. Um, if you if you don't like watching us live, can't understand why you wouldn't want to not fast forward through all this stuff. Uh, don't forget that you can listen to this on podcast services of your choice, uploaded by our good friend, uh, Jay Meow. And of course, if you're not watching it live and you do want to skip through all these ridiculous introductions and segues, not segues. What's the thing called that when, when it's not on topic? That's right. If you want to skip through all that nonsense, <laughs> luckily sci-fi game cat Henry has you all taken care of because he's going to add timestamps to the show after the show is over. My name is Brian Popnishan right here, PSVR without parole. And to my right, the lovely, the beautiful, the looking younger than ever, it's AJ from The Underground. PSVR Underground. What's up, man? What what did Nick do to you that you like rushing like so fast? Um anyways, I can't go that fast today because I've been really sick. <laughs> but I'm uh, here because rain or shine. Listen, listen, Games cast, listen, baby. <laughs> listen, I'm sorry. Like, we can't, like, leave the wounded behind. If you can't keep up, <laughs> you're just gonna have to like just hang on, and leave I will me. drag you through the show. Go okay. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, man. All right, guys. A little bit of housekeeping. Make sure that uh, if you haven't already joined our Discord, click the link in the description below. Not only is it free to join, but we also now have a public voice chat for any of those who don't feel like uh, supporting us on Patreon. Don't worry. As we say over and over, money is very secondary around here. All we care about uh, is that you guys are happy and that we have a great community and that everyone gets to hang out and feel welcome and loved because that's how you make me feel inexplicably. Uh, that being said, we do have the updated Patreon list on the going down on the bottom of the screen there. That is for our $3 plus supporters. What are you doing? Uh, and for the $5 or more, we also have uh, exclusive videos, which I swear to you, uh, once I get back on the ball, will be more frequent. Um, AJ, but there's another whole group of people that we want to thank this week, isn't there? That's right, Brian. We'd like to thank those who support us in another way that cha- by changing their name to something GameCat, something GameCat related, or something GameCat adjacent, as you and something GameCat adjacent like to say. And this week, we have four new GameCats to welcome to the GameCat Dojo. Starting with Dan Pajamas, the lazy GameCat. Hold on. That was the, huh? r- that was the wrong paw. Where's the right paw? Here's the right paw. <laughs> There we go. I'm sorry. Who's the first one? <laughs> Dan Pajamas, the lazy game cat. Ding. Obviously not so lazy if he's changing his name for us. I mean that that means a lot. Yeah. Dan Pajama. Although I, I, I can't lie, I do I do miss Danorama Pajama. It just kind of rolled off the tongue uh, in a, the clumsiest possible way. Miss it. Who's next? We've also got. 
the random guy, the far no game cat. You think? Yeah, we were trying to figure this out before the show. What do you think far no is? Is like is that like far go or is that like far north? Like what what is going on here? The far no to me sounds like like a deep no, like a like a hard no. You know? No, no. Who's next? <laughs> <laughs> next, we've got Kawa O four. Now the lazy game cat. So many lazy game cats today. Yeah, I want to. I want to know right. how to join that cult. How, as the, the cult of the lazy game cat. Do you have to do anything to join, or do you just have to sit around and not do anything? I think it's just kind of what cats do. So be a cat, then you're good. Done. Finally, we've got our good friend serial killer and the case of the game cat Mondays. Nice. Bing. Oh yeah, man! Serial killer still, despite being in the hospital, still manages to change his uh, his name uh, every single week. Guys, if if you have you changed your name to be part of the uh, you know the illustrious group of game cats out there, uh, make sure you put hashtag game cat somewhere in the comments below so you can get a shout out on next week's show. Just like Dan, Ran, Ka, and Serial. I'll, I should have found a better way to say that. Dan, Ran, Ka, Kill. That would have been better. It's like marry, fuck, kill, except there's no good answer. I'm going to take uh, you guys off the screen. Let us know. We'll give you a shout-out next Monday's show. We love you so much. AJ, let's start the show. What, uh, what's our first topic today? Well, Brian, what if I told you <laughs> that PlayStation VR 2 has already won an award? Can you believe it? This is real. It's the most the most delayed headset peripheral of all time <laughs> award. This was uh, this yeah that that's a true. Uh, this was uh, tweeted by PlayStation Japan, and they say PlayStation VR two has won the Good Do- Design Awards twenty twenty two. Sorry, sirens on my end. I don't know if you can hear it. At the twenty twenty two Good Design Awards. Wow. Okay. This is real. I don't know what to say about this. I'll be honest with you. I included this in today's show because I just PlayStation VR two wins good design award. And then I, I got a laugh at that. And then I was reading about it. And then it was like, I was like, where? And then it was like at the 2022 good design awards. Dude, the random guy in chat explains his name. Says far no is the phonetic way to say the te rio maori word for family. Wa no pronounced far no. I, I screwed up the explanation, but now we know that it means family game cat. Look at that man. Why don't I see that comment? Anyways, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you should, maybe you should pay Focus, more. Brian. Maybe you should pay more attention gotta, to the don't comments, you need to AJ. Prove something to Nick here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Next story. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, yeah. What do, what do you think of this good design award? Hold on, I gotta raise your volume to satisfy Markio. There we go. You're all better now. Um, Sorry. What do I think of the Good Design Award? I think the Good Design Award is uh, is fucking ludicrous. Um, it looks a lot like the PSVR one. Uh, you see all these new headsets coming out that look futuristic and whatever, uh, and then and then PlayStation gets an award for basically painting their headset white and, and stabbing a hole in the top of the foam for a, a vent. Um, <laughs> the PSVR two is going to be a lot of things. Uh, it, 
a great new innovative design, I don't think is one of the things that it's going to be. Um, so I, I don't know, man. I don't know. I've never heard of the Good Design Award like, until today, and I'm sure I will never hear about the Good Design Award ever again. There's a high-tech ventilation system right there, sir, that you were bashing. You're a, a high-tech ventilation <laughs> system. Let's move on to the next story. This is ridiculous. No, hold on. Established in 1957. <laughs> I got to teach you something about the the Good Design Awards. Established in 1957, the Good Design Award is Japan's only comprehensive design evaluation and recommended uh, recommendation system. So uh, there's a couple uh, paragraphs here I want to read from this article real quick that kind of explain why it won an award. With the PSVR 2, uh, uh, hold on here. Uh, PSVR 2 has a sense of unity with the five dimensions concept of the PlayStation 5 product lineup while moving away from the concept of a box and making the experience itself the axis of modeling. By using elements with two different functions expressed in light gray and deep navy, it is possible to give the model a degree of freedom. Did you know that that was actually deep navy and not black? <laughs> Uh, like all PS5 products, as the distance from the screen to the p player gets closer, the shape changes from sharp to rounded, and the mass of functions jumping out of the 5D world interacts with people. The molding concept is the result of a shape suitable f uh, for... <laughs> there's, no, there's nothing after that. It just stops there. Um, okay. Uh, the orb... Orbs... Uh, shape of PSVR 2 was adopted because it is the most human-like product among all PS5 products. And because, because it can express the 360-degree view that players feel when they enter the VR world, it has become a design uh, that works effectively in all aspects such as wearability, operability, safety, and functionality. And that, my friends is why it won the 2022 Good Design Award. The random guy, the far no game cap, by the way, sends a tip because, God, something saved me from this topic. Uh, <laughs> we need his New Zealand uh, $20 tip. He says, I'm, he pronounced it for us, Ma-O-Ri, Ma-O-Ri. Uh, our ours are pronounced, are trailed like in Spanish. So I made my name... GameCat family. Our language is a bit topsy-turvy, so we say family cat. Love this community. Thank you for the explanation and the tip. Of course, we love you very much. Uh, I love that it turned out to be something very, very wholesome. AJ, did you know that we're moving on from this story because it's the most boring thing I've ever heard in my entire life? Uh, and we're going to talk about this uh, Facebook Connect event tomorrow. Uh, we, are, uh, we are going to stream this thing. I just because it's the only thing that's happening in the world of VR anytime soon, uh, and uh, or the only announced thing that's happening in the world of VR anytime soon, uh, and uh, we're, we're very very hopeful that we'll see some PSVR two games that will obviously not have the PSVR two logo on them because it's a Facebook event and all you're going to see is the uh, the meta logo. Um, this is happening at I believe two p.m. tomorrow. I believe. Uh, AJ, are we hosting this thing? Are we gonna Are we gonna watch this thing? Are we gonna stream it for the cats out there? Um, yeah, I am. Um... Listen, don't don't feel obligated. Hey, I'll I'll sit I'll sit here and look bored all by myself. <laughs> well, yeah, no, uh, we we are actually we're gonna be uh, hosting our own little watch along of this, and um, 
I'm curious, you know, because you said there's a lot of stuff that'll eventually have like a PSVR two tag. That is likely very true. We've been getting honestly lots of PlayStation VR two future title announcements uh, from these kinds of showcases. So I really like them. Um, this is Meta's second showcase while uh, uh, <laughs> PlayStation, you know, they've done other things. They've done this media blitz um, or before Tokyo game show, they've done a state of play. So two state of play. So, they're doing something, but I do think Meta is still kind of beating them on this front. That being said, we, we know that Sony's likely still saving their big show for something, uh, for, for the launch, the pre-order, uh, things like that. Um, but I'm curious at what point if uh, Meta is actually going to start you know, dropping that exclusives tag more. Because um, I know that they, they're kind of playing a lot of... Uh, They've learned a lot from – I don't know if they've just learned a lot from Sony or or just looked at the market and the way the, the gaming industry competes nowadays, which is with a lot of exclusive stuff. So it will be interesting to see, but it uh, should be a fun show to watch regardless. Yeah, agreed. And uh, we are getting the impression that it's going to be uh, – if, if you guys remember the Facebook Connect event last year, it was – a lot of talking and not a lot of gaming, uh, and it was it was pretty boring to watch, in my opinion. I think that all we got was the San Andreas uh, uh, logo, but we do know that there's going to be games this year. Oh, uh, so it was this thing. It yeah. was, but we do Crap. know there's going to be games this year, and so I think that I think Meta or Facebook or whatever has been listening. Uh, they were like, we need to spruce this thing up a little bit and make it more interesting for our core fan base, which are gamers, and I think that's what they keep forgetting that their core fan base are not. The military, not these co- you know business contracted uh, places where they might sell a VR headset to, or or the medical field, or whatever. It's fucking gamers, and I think they need to either uh, embrace that or just publicly say, guys, we don't give a fuck about you. We're moving on to other uh, other things uh, because they've, they've they've got somehow a dedicated group of people who are like, oh man, no, next quest is gonna be way better than PSVR two, and I'm just gonna say random shit because I don't know what I'm talking about Blah, wires. And so now that they've got, you know, their dedicated fan base who are all very, very nice people, I'm sure, um, you know, they need they need to actually like uh, deliver on the goods, deliver the shit that those people want. There's a lot of um, industry like VR industry veterans that have been working so hard to develop this technology and everything. And um, a lot of them are not really used to this tech being popular as a gaming like they see they are obsessed with this tech for the potential that of it doing so many things um but i think yeah i think at some point they've got to they they're going to realize that yeah people a lot of the mainstream market a lot of the audiences that are looking at vr uh, as a consumer are interested in the gaming side of it um, there's room for everyone there. Like there's 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 multiple different types of all different people. But as a mass consumer product, uh, I do think gaming is the easiest way to uh, pro- provide like that uh, uh, provide VR as an entertainment medium. Agreed. So what do you think, man? Uh, the fact that we've been saying this for like you know at least a month, if not longer, um, this thing is happening on what ten eleventh? Tomorrow's the eleventh. This thing's happening tomorrow. Um, and then that's two days before the PSVR anniversary. Do you think Sony's going to do anything for the anniversary? We know that they like to always go last. They like to let their competitors do their showcases, and then we see what Sony ha- uh, Sony likes to show what they've got, uh, what they've been hiding after the fact. 
do you think anything at all other than a PlayStation blog post being like, looking back at six great years is going to happen with PlayStation on the PSVR 2, uh, PSVR 1 anniversary? Uh, I don't even think we got a five-year anniversary tweet like that. So why do it at six? Uh, the only reason it's a little bit different now is because we know <clears throat> we're less than 90 days from from quarter one 2023 and that's you know when we know the releases so that window is getting tighter for when we could get some kind of uh we still need pre-ordered uh we we still need a couple games a showcase pre-order stuff like that um we still need something like that so uh it is a possibility but i'm not gonna hold my breath because i just I'm just used to just waiting as long as I ha- like possibly can stand, and like the less I think about it, the better. Yeah, agreed. I don't, I don't, uh, I, I don't see them doing anything. I mean, obviously, I, I feel like at this point they would have already said something if they were doing something on the 13th. Uh, it would be nice for them to announce something on the 13th, being like, hey, uh, you know, if you're looking, as we look back on six years of PSVR one, uh, you know, keep this in mind that. You know, in on this date, you're going to get a better look at PSVR 2 in, in some of the launch games or something like that. It would be nice, even if they don't do an actual event on the 13th, it would be nice of them to announce something on the 13th and let us know when to expect the thing that we're looking forward to. Luckily, some third-party uh, developers are already working on, uh, on PSVR 2 stuff for us. Um, doesn't seem like the doesn't seem like we're getting a dedicated PSVR two aim controller, uh, and so this interesting company called Virtual Rifle Systems seems to have us covered, don't they, AJ? Yeah, man. I mean, look, I love the aim controller. I think many will agree that it was probably the best uh, controller for PlayStation VR, and so you know we kind of do expect. Um, I do. I do think there will be tons of accessories to come, uh, but you know, you, like you said, there's just nothing yet. But yeah, this virtual rifle systems uh, basically set, sent out a tweet with a little concept art saying we're getting ready, and we looked into them a little bit, and they have um, they've been making products since 2017. They said. Um, in with stuff like this and finding ways to it's basically a big hunk of plastic that looks like the top of a rifle like a rifle without like the handle basically and and it attaches to controllers and i i think uh i think it has potential um i looked at the ones that they have for like the quest or whatever and they seem pretty cool um it'll be interesting to see but but yeah the the one thing though is like this is a third party thing so Games are going to be designed to be able to like you know hook your hand onto them and stuff, and so it'll it's gonna it's gonna depend on the games and and how the design works. But but I think the concept is cool, and we figured that if there's an AIM 2.0 or something, that it would be a concept like this that would be something that connects the the orbs. Yeah, yeah. There's a couple things here that uh, worry me. The f- I mean, luckily, the fact is that they've already got this. You know, they've already got this up for Quest Two, uh, and so that way we know that occlusion won't be that much of an issue. The, that the that this uh, plastic device isn't going to occlude 
the PSVR2's headset ability to track the controllers. Uh, so that's a good sign. Um, but as you said, I, I think I think the clips that actually hold on to the sense controllers. I, I hope that there's there's some kind of quick release button on there, right? So that yes, they when they when they're in there, they lock perfectly, so we can feel like we're playing with an aim controller the entire time. And then if there's like a quick release button where you able to push that and like remove the controller and then so you can either do the manual reload or grab whatever it is off of your chest or your backpack or whatever it whatever two hands are needed in the game you still are allowed to have that because i think i I think the number of games that have two-handed weapons and nothing else are going to be very very limited so this would be a limited market for this completely um so with a quick release button hopefully uh, it can it can kind of address games with two-handed weapons, single-handed weapons, and inventory and shit all over your body or reloading mechanics. Yeah. I do think there is this kind of um, philosophy, this shift in philosophy around game design, a VR game design that's going to be leaning more towards like a lot of manual reloading and um, you know there is going to be a lot of automatic stuff too, just for ease of use, player accessibility, and and just fun factor. You know, um, we know I think Firewall is not – Firewall Ultra is not utilizing manual reloading, it sounds like. It seems like they're using, like, this eye-tracking method, you know, so um, – which is could be a lot easier and faster and easier to use um, from a gameplay perspective, so – um, but people do like those immersive features where you I, – I do too. I, 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 but I, I do agree that it hasn't found that fine balance between being like immersive and like fluid. Um, stuff like, you know, Sniper Elite VR is a good example where, you know, you have to manually do everything, but it was like – such a chore to to just fire a gun and and reload it and stuff and and cock the rifles and um so it'll be interesting to see kind of how that um process kind of gets polished up in the future agreed well the future seems promising aj but the present well the present isn't quite as exciting as maybe it once was we're in the midst of spooky month here we are you and i have been watching as many horror movies as we can get our hands on playing scary games trying to get ourselves in the spirit of october and um and i I think we i want to say we got the rug pulled out from under us a little bit when it comes to uh a planned release called do not open um but i think part of us kind of expected this um Today we got the official word that do not open uh, on PSVR one has been scrapped and they are bringing it to PSVR two instead. Um, these PSV the PlayStation five version will be out next month. PlayStation four version next year. How do you feel about this? Um, so Nox Noctis mm. have like you said delayed. Do not open. Um, not delayed. They've delayed the PS4 version, like you said, and they've scrapped the PSVR 1 version. Well, they say that they've moved, that they've decided to work on the PlayStation VR 2 version for a couple reasons. They said, one, because they're a small indie studio and they're a little limited on resources and what they can do. And they're 
reasoning behind it is basically they've said they want to bring the best possible immersive experience to, uh, to of the game version of the game. So, um, I'm totally okay with this. I mean, if you look at some of the recent releases, um, stuff like NFL Pro Era and and Star Tenders and um, they just it's been a little frustrating because we know that PSVR is actually capable of having some pretty decent graphics and um, and controls and everything, but. Uh, some of these recent releases, yeah, they've they've suffered the the PSVR version. They're not necessarily bad games, but the ports are are rough and really, um, you know, a lot of it's due to the PS4 hardware limitations. Most of the time, being you have to develop it for the PS4, the base PS4, and that's been basically the thorn in the side of PSVR for a long time now. Um, so I'm I'm okay with this as long as they're taking full advantage of the features of the PlayStation VR 2. That means headset haptics, controller haptics, two hands to interact with the environments with, things like that to bring a really, if they really mean bring, make a more ex- immersive experience like that, then yeah, I'm all, I'm all down with it, especially because graphically it looks pretty good as well. Yeah, I mean, the selfish part of me says, listen, I was really hoping for a new PSVR game, new horror PSVR game to play uh, this ho- this season. And uh, because because really PSVR 1 is in a pretty rotten place right now where it seems like, we, like you said, we're getting kind of inferior ports. We're getting kind of, we're, games are getting canceled left and right. Uh, and there's just not a whole lot going on. We are in a, we're in a rough place. And I, and I do think that this transition has been way rockier than Sony probably anticipated. Um, and at the same time, I, I don't think that Sony, you know, Sony is actually out there anymore saying, please guys bring your games to PSVR one. I think it's quite the opposite. They're like, just do, do what's right for you guys. Uh, PSVR two is sort of where it's at. Um, and you're going to have, uh, way better sales over there. So selfishly, I wish we had the game this holiday season. We we're supposed to have it last, uh, last October. I say holiday season, meaning spooky season, not Christmas. Um, it's my holiday. It's the real holiday. I don't know what Christmas is all about. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so selfishly I'm disappointed, but at the same time, I'm like, I want these guys to do well. They've, they spent a lot of time making this game. Uh, they were luckily awarded an extra year of development time and now even longer than we initially heard. Uh, so they've actually had a chance to make this game be as good as it can be. Uh, and again, these small indie teams that have been getting these PlayStation talents initiative funding, not all of them have gone terribly well. And I think a lot of that is, is, is because they didn't get the time they needed. Um, so hopefully this is sort of evidence of, I guess, Sony learning a lesson, being like, give these guys the time they need. I don't know who's in charge of PlayStation talents, or if they say, hey, here's a set amount of money, uh, and when the money runs out, you gotta you got to deliver your game, or, or how that all works. Um, I think uh, who's in charge of PlayStation talents is PlayStation España. That's, that is absolutely true. Uh, but, but again, right. Is, do they give a set amount of money and say, here you go. This is all the money we're giving you. Or do they, or, or is there more to it than that? Um, 
you know, if the money runs out and they just have to ship their game, then that doesn't always mean good things. Um, so hopefully this means that a little bit more love and a little bit more attention is being given to, to do not open than the, than the prior PlayStation talents games. Just, yeah. They have the chance to be the first, uh, PlayStation's indie talents game that doesn't suck. Hey, so, hey, listen, Intruders is proud. Int- Sirens on my end. Intruders hide and seek. Decent. Yeah. Especially since that game goes on sale for $2 all the time. Uh, Intruders has problems, but for t- just because a game is $2 doesn't mean it's not bad. I, dude, I, for $20, I still think it's Okay, was look, fun. look. You're, you're right. Look. Um, wait, you say $20? Is that how much that game was? Intruders was 20 bucks. Oh my God. It's terrible. Two dollars, yeah, it's all right. Twenty bucks, it wasn't a bad game. It was just boring and not fun to play. <laughs> I think I think the two things you just described make <laughs> games bad, but that's on me. I mean, or that's my that's my thought on it. Uh, let us know. In the, let us know in the comments below if you guys are disappointed about uh, Do Not Open being a PSVR two game uh somebody just tell him just just make it up say you are it'll make him feel like he's not alone what oh no yeah no it's yeah um let us know i want to i want to know if you guys are disappointed or if you're totally fine with this um because i i I think that in our hearts we should be totally fine with it right when we go okay well this is the smarter thing for them to do just save all your resources and and do the psvr2 thing but at the same time i'm sure there's some disappointment out there because what else are we gonna play this holiday season, AJ, I don't know, especially since No Man's Sky seems to be a bust. Or was it? <laughs> or I am so glad you asked, Brian. But first, there is a donation. Okay. Who is it? It is GB, the orally haptic ghost cat. Ooh, spooky. With the 499 donation, says, learn to make PSVR games in dreams, everyone. It's so good running around inside your own environment, and you can throw and break things. Love you all. Love you too, GB. I'm still waiting on a couple things in dreams. Um, yeah, that's something else I really hope uh, gets PSVR 2 support. It really deserves like a... A second chance. Unfortunately, Hello Game or uh, um, Media Molecule have said that they don't have any plans for it on their roadmap at this time, um, which is really disappointing. I think they've got a bit of a problem with that game. They're in a bit of a sticky situation with that game. With Dreams? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think so too. Um, one is one of the most amazing apps ever created for any piece of hardware ever, uh, and there no one embraced it. I, I, a lot of sirens on my end. Jesus, um, I, I think when it, when you have a community driven game, and the community doesn't embrace it, I mean that that's the end of the line. Like what what else can you possibly do? Um, so. Well, I think some of their stuff is self inflicted too, because I do think their support. Some of their decision-making on some of their support has hurt the game as well. Um, and, yeah, I mean, they've promised multiplayer for a long time, and we still have yet to see that. And, you know, they do these. They're trying to kind of keep the game alive with their own little events and stuff. But here's the good news, man. And uh, I actually uh, – I'm so glad you mentioned this, GB, the uh, the orally haptic ghost cat. Spooky. Um, just, just so you know, you're cutting into your No Man's Sky time. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Uh, because Media Molecule uh, is actually doing another event. This I, I, 
I meant to uh, add this to the show. Uh, And it's called Land of the Lost Dreams. And, you know, last year they did – what was it called? Do you remember? The carnival thing that was fucking awesome. Yeah, I don't know. Um, And it was All Hallows Dreams. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I forget. Haunted. No, I forget. Yeah, I don't remember what it was called. But last year they did an event and and uh it was vr supported and it was awesome like it was like 50 different roller coaster rides and some of them were just like showcases some of them actually had shooting and uh it was really oh ghost train that's what it was thank you sir okay. right. um and yeah that was really good so this year uh, october 20th they're doing land of lost dreams and hopefully it will be supported as well. So I'm glad you got that in there because that is something else that at least we'll have to we'll be able to play. Um, but yeah, getting people to try to play dreams is like pulling teeth, and it's really tough. <laughs> Dan Keeper said, "Dude, this is why I haven't sunk time into dreams. I knew there would be a cons- there would be console generation issues from the start. So you should probably never play anything ever again. <laughs> Just, I mean, that's 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 an interesting outlook. I'm not going to play this because in five years <laughs> there might not be another version of it. Okay. Well, that's been a you know part of the stuff with the backwards compatibility. People are upset about you know yeah. not being able to carry over their progress or stuff, and, or play um, their games on new hardware. Yeah, man. But yeah, I, I am I am definitely. Uh, in the same boat, I understand that. But we, um, but, but we but have it's to... like you said, you know how I you know how I got around that, Brian. I played the shit out of them on the console that they released on. Yeah, uh, you know. Yeah, I wasn't like playing N sixty four and being like, it doesn't play Super Nintendo games. What the fuck? <laughs> right. Like no, I played Super Nintendo on Super Nintendo. I played N sixty four on N sixty four. PlayStation One on PlayStation One, and um, yeah, I love to revisit them. I, I understand, like I'm not knocking um, backwards compatibility. I do think it's important and stuff, but you know, we've kind of been through all this already. We've definitely but... been through this already, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the fact the fact is, is when you know, it's it's such a good reason to buy uh, games. You know, either you know, either day one or uh, or the first time they go on sale, because then you actually get to uh, be there and experience it and play with everybody who's playing it. And and like again, you know, people have um, you know shit on Firewall for their support, which I find insane because of all the support that Firewall got. Um, and 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 if we don't get to play the original Firewall on PSVR two, I get to I get to say, man, but I've spent I've got a hundred hours in this forty dollar game. Right, and uh, some people have two, three, four hundred hours, maybe even more. What's up? So, so to Dan Kiefer's point, yeah. though, real quick, you know, uh, I will say the reason that I'm not investing uh, into a in designing a huge uh, game in Dreams right now, it kind of is because of that. Um, so he does have a little bit of a point there when it comes to Dreams, and uh, you know, it's an endless creation tool. Yeah. Um, it is kind of something that you'd expect. And and they said they had a 10-year plan for it, and they really haven't, you know. Yeah. Of course, like, they really haven't lived up to that. Um, if you, so if you're a, a creator. Different. If you're yes. a creator, I definitely understand where you're coming from. If Dan, Dan if, you're, if you're a creator out there and you said, well, I don't want to create something on, on a platform that's going to not exist in. Nobody's going to play. In, in a few more months, then, then I totally do understand that. Um, I, I, and I apologize because I usually see dreams as something that 
most people aren't creating for is they're going in and checking out what other people are making. Um, but we understand. Where you're uh, he's, from. he's speaking from experience too. He says that he sunk so much time into little big planet, uh, only to have that stuff be broken by these same exact issues. That's interesting. Dude, I, you well, know how many hours I, I sunk into arcade game construction kit on the Commodore 64 only to find out that the games that I made were stuck on the Commodore 64 forever. Yeah, I, I do think there is like I'm kind of basically, though, I will say I'm like kind of holding off to see if um, if Dreams gets a PSVR 2 version like eventually or a PS5 version, um, something like that, because I do I do want to create a huge like massive project in there. Um, but, yeah, it is kind of scary to me to to sacrifice like tons of my time and stuff and try to make something for a bunch of people to enjoy that like we really want to blow people away. And then, you know, if nobody actually plays it, then it's going to hurt and it's going to feel like a waste of time. And I don't want that. Yeah. Braxborough says, but Brian, <sighs> you put dreams at the top of your top 50 list. Yeah. Because I'm one of the people who said it's fucking amazing. Remember me? There, there's I said it's a lot fucking of stuff amazing. amazing. Even if you just want to play games, there's a lot of great stuff in there. Yeah, um, I'm just confused what Braxbro is saying. I'm like, no, I'm not telling you it's bad. I'm telling you it's fucking amazing. I just literally just said <laughs> it's one it's one of the greatest apps ever created for any platform ever in the history of gaming. That's why it's on top of my list. So that so it's oh oh yeah, you got like three minutes to talk about No Man's Sky. Go Land of the Lost <laughs> Land of the Lost Dreams, October twentieth. Can't wait. I'm gonna I'm gonna love it. I really loved the last one, Ghost Train. It was amazing. <sighs> Um, so No Man's Sky, <laughs> another thing we can play, uh, if you're still playing PSVR 1, uh, that is good and quality and worth playing, the Waypoint update. And let me tell you a short little story, Brian. No Man, or Hello Games almost broke No Man's Sky, Brian. They almost broke the game. They almost did it. Um, in all seriousness, the 4.0 update just came out, and it was really supposed to be about the switch release right the game just released on switch um now uh they came out what's happened is they came out and they go surprise uh we've also completely revamped the inventory in the game and what they've done is the easiest way to explain it brian i'll make this simple and easy for you because I know, or to most people, because Brian's a not lot of here. People... <laughs> um, you have several different types of inventory, right? And there are upgrades that you have, and you can stack those upgrades in those different inventories, and it supercharges them. It makes you can like you can like um, basically it's kind almost like almost like a little bit of an exploit, but it's not because the game just lets you do it. Um, well, they changed the inventory to where now you just have stuff for your technology and then stuff for your cargo. And when it came out, everyone who had upgrades, basically all the upgrades were overloaded and everything. So, like, all this stuff, long story short, all these upgrades and all this inventory organizing and stuff that people spend a lot of time doing, myself included, because Nick wouldn't shut up about it, <laughs> Uh, I, uh, no, he helped me actually. Um, but all this stuff, it, it erased a lot of hours of hard work that, that people put into the game. And it really has been, uh, the most con it's been of all the updates. This is the 21st update while they've always usually been content 
like awesome content uh, or or like enhancements and stuff. Uh, this was the first time that they did one that there's actually people that are really upset about this, and and there's a lot of fans out there that are kind of divided. Um, there's um, a lot of people that have decided that they're done with the game. I mean, and it's it sucks to see because um, it was a surprising part of the update, and uh, yeah, it it sucks to see that uh, this this update has uh, had this effect. But I will say, Brian, um, the good thing is is when I got in there and I and I saw everything. It's not as bad as it sounds. Um, for those who are worried about any inventory issues, things like that, there is the most of the worst part about it is that there is a little bit of like you having to redo your inventory. But other than that, it's fine. Um, it's actually got some cool enhancements. Like there's some visual enhancements uh, where the graphics actually look better and more clear and more detailed. I was really happy to see that. So. Um, Brian, I got a question for you though. There's one part of this update that I want to see. I don't, I think I already know the answer to this, so I I don't know why I'm even asking, but they've added a difficulty, um, option for this to where you can literally like customize the game as you're playing, however you want. You can, if you don't want to have to make any money. If you don't want to like have to grind for any materials and figure out how to make money and stuff, uh, you can literally switch a thing that says "Don't have to pay for anything." You can just you can just buy it, and it doesn't cost you anything. Um, and they're trying to give people this freedom. Um, <laughs> ultimate carnage the game cat with the four and a half quid says that was the simple explanation. God. Uh, Help us, AJ. God help us indeed, my friend. Um, it's not easy to explain all this to somebody who is like, I can hear him. I can hear his eyes rolling in the back of his head. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, they've they basically made a tried to make a more customizable experience to where if you like a challenge, you can be more challenging. Um, you can make stuff harder on yourself, or if you um, if you want. Uh, to make it easy, you can just buy everything for free. What does that does that make you interested at all? Like not having to grind in the game anymore? Is it, I don't I don't I don't think you understand my problem with No Man's Sky. And, I know what the and, problem and, is, and I want and I want to be super duper clear here. I don't think No Man's Sky is a bad game. I actually think No Man's Sky is amazing at what it does. Um, and I you know I always put it at the top near the top of my uh, PSVR game list and whatever else. Um, I. I love making fun of No Man's Sky for what it doesn't have. I love irritating AJ and all the cats who think it's, you know, God's gift to man. Um, this is not my problem with No Man's Sky. My, my difficulty has never been my issue with No Man's Sky. And so, no, I, I, for everyone who's like, this make, this will make Brian finally play it. Um, I, I've been wanting to get back into it and give it another chance and, and you know, really, uh, you know, build up shit from, from the ground up and start over and really understand the basic mechanics. And so I still want to do that. This this update does nothing for me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it doesn't affect me either. Um, because, yeah, like Matthew Longo says, taking away the worth of money is never good. Yeah, I, I Julia said it really well, too. She said you're taking the game out of the game. Like, to me, the fun part was kind of grinding. Uh, it, or the fun part is grinding for stuff. Yep. Or if there's something that's complicated to get, 
building something, figuring out something you can build in the game to make it easy. And and there's a lot of like workarounds like that where you could do stuff like that, where everything seems really difficult at first, but there's always a way to make it easy. But you got to be smart about it. And you and you like that was the rewarding feeling is like you figured out how to make this easy. Um, and to me, it's like it's like having a game. Ge- they just like basically added a game genie in the options pretty much where it's just like, oh, infinite everything. And and to me, it's like that takes away the fun in the game. Um, but I I don't know. I, I feel like I like the idea of what they were going for. I just wish it was a separate mode and not like just in the options where you can just change your game at, uh, at any time. I think that takes away kind of the fun. I like I liked the challenge personally of, um, you know, having to – figure things out or get creative and do find different ways to do things. So I don't know. Um, well, I'm glad to hear that your summation is complete because we got to get to our headline of the day. We found out this week that Horizon Call of the Mountain will be a launch title for PSVR 2. This was confirmed by Herman Hulst. Him, Herman Hulst? Why does that sound wrong? Himself, Herman Hulst. Hulst. Herman Hulst. Oh, okay, I guess I don't say that out loud very often. Uh, and this was all confirmed by Herman Hulst himself on a YouTube channel. I'm putting the video down here below uh, from the channel. It's a French YouTube channel uh, by the name of by the name of Julian Chizay. He's got like 605,000 subscribers. Uh, and so uh, despite the fact that this video looks like he filmed it in his basement, um, he's obviously a very uh, very he's very well known French YouTuber. Um, so pretty cool yep. stuff. AJ, I, I, this sort of just confirms what we already were assuming, right? I mean, we all this time we've been talking about Call of the Mountain being like it's been in development for over three years. Like it's it's obviously the the game that they want you to get into VR the first time. They've got this, you know, river raft adventure for for your first time VR gamers. They've kind of simplified the combat in the sense that you know you're you're going around the circle, you're uh, kind of strafing around the enemy. They've done all these done all these things to make it. Um, perfect for not only the first time gamer, but also this expansive adventure on top of that. It's sort of the perfect, you're playing VR for the first time game. You would think you would want that for launch day. So we've been assuming this, but it's still good to hear it, right? Yeah, exactly like what you said. Um, I mean, this was the very first PlayStation VR 2 game announced officially by Sony. And like, what if that wasn't a launch game? What if it's like, I mean, that would be such a bad look. It's like where where's that where's that Horizon game that I was told was coming? Um In fact, I think the majority of the games that have been officially announced so far are games that we can expect to be um launch titles. I, I'm expecting Resident Evil Village. I'm expecting but um like you said it's nice to have the official word. Now, this wasn't a big announcement. This was just something that Herman Holst uh, was just answering a couple questions right. and was talking about how, uh, yeah, he was just saying basically that, you know, they're launching one of their popular IPs that there's a, it's like a fan favorite IP that they're getting to launch with the headset um, is, is uh, something he's really excited about. So um, it, it almost, made me made it sound like well they you know this is a this is good that there's a possibility that there's lots more popular PlayStation IPs uh that they're going to bring to uh, the headset as well in some way shape or form 
Yeah, I, there's something. There's something actually really reassuring that where Sony has only been talking about a very, very limited number of PSVR two games so far, right? It's like the first time we saw anything official from Sony, it was during June state of play. And then they went, uh, resident evil village with the four thing that we all have been questioning since it happened, uh, horizon, uh, saints and sinners chapter two. Uh, and I think that was, Oh, no man's sky. Right. And then, and then they've only added a very small amount of stuff since then, they've, they've announced Demio, they've announced Tales from the Galaxy's Edge, and then, of course, Firewall Ultra. And so it's like this kind of small group of sort of potentially perfect launch titles. It's like the, there's a lot of expected stuff, but there's a lot of exciting stuff. Uh, and so I think it's enough already to get people in on day one and say, listen, this is, this is the launch lineup. Uh, they've, they've said 20-plus uh, major titles. And... Even if there's no more uh, like first party stuff or anything else at launch, I think they can start sort of peppering the year 2023 with things like Gran Turismo 7. They can start saying, you know, Half-Life Alex is coming holiday 2023 uh, and, and, and whatever else, Grand Theft Auto, whatever else they might have planned. Um, and, and so they've got enough stuff now. And why I, say, why I say it's reassuring that they've only talked about so many is because I do feel like after addressing those at whatever the next showcase is, then they've got this wealth of games to sort of blow us away with on top of that, right? Like this whole other group of games that they've been being very, very quiet about. And so for some reason to me, to keep seeing these same games talked about over and over and over has been very reassuring because it's like, well, they, they're obviously holding back wave two. Yeah. Yeah. He actually, um, it was a lot of it was the, the interviewers in front was speaking in French. So I didn't really know what he said, but the Herman Hulse response was, um, he said, basically we have horizon call of the mountain and we have, we're working with first contact entertainment on firewall ultra. Mm. Um, and he said, but I can't say any more about any other games at this time. So he kind of was uh, hinting at, um, like he basically just was saying that he can't say anything else, but his body language made it pretty obvious that they've definitely got uh, a couple more announcements yeah. Uh, left. Yeah, other uh, the other first party stuff is the is the curious stuff, right? Because here we have this game that was built from the ground up for VR, right? And again, I don't think hybrid games hybrid games are are this thing that I feel like are really going to test some people's stomach because they they probably weren't designed for VR to begin with. They, here you go, here's Uncharted, and there's a lot of a lot more craziness, right? Like the the combat isn't going to be regulated for vr it's going to be like hey here is uncharted the way it was designed and now you're also playing it in vr um and so i, I do I, I do think that they've got some interesting stuff up their sleeves and i think hybrid games uh i really it'd be really nice to see them just like kind of use the term hybrid games i guess like on a stage somewhere i don't know why man yeah hashtag ngvr hybrid games they i don't know yeah, I mean they could do better. They certainly could. Wally is now a game cat, specifically White Tiger with Canadian two dollar tip says chew, not chew chew, just chew one long chew. Markio, this zenith addicted game cat, ran with the Canadian two dollar tip says tip train serial killer. The case of the in the case of the game cat Mondays with the two dollar tip says all aboard. Chew. Thank you guys so much for the support. We love you very much. Um, but I shoot, what was I going to say? Um, crap. Yep. Lost my train of thought. Well, that's perfect, AJ, because you know what time it is. 
It's time for PSBR 20 questions, uh, except old Darth first. With the Canadian CLI tip says, what about a packing game, Astrobot or a demo disc? That'd be nice. Yeah, I think a demo disc would be really nice. Demo discs are always fun. I think they a lot of people... A few... I, think, I think a lot of the launch titles were actually sold because of the, the demo disc. I played Wayward Sky. had no interest in that whatsoever. I played Super Hypercube, I think. Uh, had no interest in that. All because of the demo disc, I ended up buying those games. Uh, and so getting to experience a small amount of them, I was like, oh man, even this looks cool in VR, even though it's not something I was excited about. So demo disc for sure. I hope, I hope we get those packed in. You definitely have to play to. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Um, the uh, I was going to say while while some of the trendy things that I, I feel like they still haven't really nailed the marketing yet. I do think they did with that with that uh, trailer. Um, the what was it? I don't remember what it was called. Um, see, it's not catchy enough to I can't remember what it's called. Oh, feel the new reel. However, feel the new reel or a has new reel, hit whatever two point yeah. one mm. million views now. So it's still trucking along. We'll be keeping an eye on that to see how many. Uh, what that reaches but yeah 2.1 million views so at least finally making some progress with their marketing on that and i really think a lot of that has to do with it was just a damn good trailer you think more people watched it because it was good yeah i think it was yeah i think it was shared a lot and stuff i think it went kind of around because it was a really good trailer absolutely excellent if you guys don't know how 20 Questions works, here is how it goes. AJ's got a game, a PSBR game specifically, up in that little beanie of his, and I've got 20 yes or no questions to figure out what game that is. Now, I need, I'm absolutely fucking stupid, and so I need all of the help from everybody in the comments. Uh, you guys need to give me good questions to ask and give me good games based on uh, good game suggestions based on the answers that he gives. AJ, don't fuck this up. On my market set, go. Does it have aim support? It does not have aim support. Aim. Okay. Uh, was this game well received? Like, has it ever been considered in consideration for a top 25 list? Let's go there. Ooh. Uh, um, uh, I don't, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, so, so de- decent. Yeah, definitely. I'll put a little question decent. mark next to top 25. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, because it, it's like some people really liked it. Some people had huge issues with it. So okay. it's um, that's a tough one to answer with that so question. It's, so it's divisive. Um, d- is there any multiplayer in this game? There's no multiplayer. No multiplayer at all, Serial Killer. Okay. Uh, is there any, uh, are there any puzzle elements to this game? Um, n- no, not really. It's definitely... Yeah, no. There there might be like one puzzle in it somewhere, but right. basically no. Uh Awesome Tatum is asking, is it uh, see we already asked the aim question, so let's just say fuck me, this sucks. Um how do we get Does it use Can you use the dual shock for? Why doesn't it have that on the page? Mm. Um, oh, oh, wait, wait. No, according to the page, the okay. official page for it, so we're, we're not use the dual shock for. So it. we're saying moves only. Uh, I think we got that worked out. That uh, was five. Let's see. Ooh, Bogey Cat asks: Does it have a physical release? I like that. It does actually. Okay. 
Okay, so we know that it's meh, maybe top 25, maybe not. Uh, can you only use the moves, and it has a physical release. There's no aim support, there's no multiplayer of any kind, and there's no puzzles, or it's not a puzzle game for sure. Um, old Darth says, is it based on a known IP? And let's be clear, this means movies or other video games. No. Okay. Has this developer made other PSVR games before? Yes. Okay. Uh, Markio asked if it's a horror game. I think that's perfect for the season. No. Sorry, Markio. AJ's no fun. <laughs> I'm not AJing it today. Okay. Um, can't be pistol whip because there is essentially multiplayer in that. Um, what? Pistol Whip doesn't have multiplayer. Sure it does. Leaderboards. Competitive. Leaderboards are not multiplayer. <sighs> is there a rhythm and element to this game? No. Okay. There's it's no not, rhythm it's, element. Sorry, Jew. It's not Pistol Whip. <laughs> That's 10. <laughs> what, what? Leaderboards is multiplayer? I mean, I don't know. Uh, no. Uh, does Online features. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. How much time we got? Um. If if I bought a game, that does this it does this have? Hey, 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 you can you can complain only, you can complain later. And it was uh, only multiplayer. I'd be fucking pissed. You can you saying. can complain after after my time. <laughs> right now it's my time. My time down here. Um, does this have? Um, okay, we know it has a physical release, and the developers have made other games. Uh, You're at ten. Does it have melee combat? does have melee combat okay is this game made by servios this game is made by servios all right it's not based on an ip you guys and so that rules out walking dead onslaught um uh there's no multiplayer so that rules out battle wake uh and sprint vector shit is this the is this the first game servios put out on psvr this is the first game that Servius put out on PSVR. Is this raw data? It is raw data. Congratulations. Woo! And I, th- one of the hardest ones you asked me, good job, was was the, uh, does it have a physical version? And I was like, yeah, I think so. And and it does. It has the Servius VR Power Pack physical edition. Uh, two award-winning games. Uh, raw data and Sprint Vector. Yep. It also came in this lovely little box here. You see the Servios pack, right? And then and then one of them. Oh. Oh, that's a different. Is that the power pack? And then and then one, one of the oh, four one of, one of the four included the... games is Raw Data okay. Sprint Vector Power Pack. Pretty cool stuff. Available from Perp Games. <laughs> Where, wherever physical find physical games are sold. That's not true. It's just on perpgames.com. Yeah, I'm a fan <laughs> of Raw Data. Um, it, it hasn't aged the best. The reason uh, I got I was a little uncertain about the uh, the one question was because it was like it had mixed reception because the multiplayer didn't wasn't included in the PSVR version, mm-hmm. but then people also really liked it mm-hmm. uh, because it is a good game. So yeah, and then it's like it's a good game, but it never made. I don't think it ever made our top twenty five. Like at least when I since I've been here, um, it's been a while. <laughs> As an early game, <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure, but yep. 
All right, man. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with me, AJ. This has been a fun little Monday show. I can't wait to get back to Fortnite. I mean, I, I don't play Fortnite. What the fuck are you talking about? I've been playing a lot of Fortnite recently. Um, but uh, but thank you to everybody who helps this show run. Uh, obviously, all the uh, all the moderators who are doing God's work out there make me my life infinitely easier all the time. We love you so very much. Um, also, uh, Sci-Fi Game Cat Henry, J Meow, you guys are the best. Uh, all the cats who changed their name, all the cats who hung out, watched the show, tipped, supports on Patreon, and if, don't forget all the cats that sat back and watched the show. Didn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there, and we love you just as much. AJ, it's Monday. Can I cue the cat? You're the cat, Brian, because I gotta say, see you guys West Day to Ray. old Darth. He says, double, double. Happy Thanksgiving Day, Canada. Woohoo! Don't you ruin our spooky season with your Thanksgiving up there in Canada, old Darth. What are you trying to do to us here? This isn't time for family and turkey and hugs. This is time for murder and stabbing and ghouls and ghosts what? and creatures of the night uh, huh? and gore. Kramer 3K, the non-VR game cat, says, ooh, Fortnite multiplayer meetup. Hell yeah. Dan Keeper uh, says, I can't see Brian on Fortnite at all, I know. <laughs> then you haven't seen me for the last two days straight, then. Um, virtual Strangers in the House. What up, Wes? Tom, Tom, uh, thank you so much, man. I've been trying to hold it together. I'm, like, dying up here. Uh, do the Evolution 78 says, going to eat pepperoni pizza. Woohoo! You know what I had earlier? I made um, zucchini noodle chicken soup chicken zucchini noodle soup um my diet's going well I'm, i've lost 35 pounds congratulations um five of that is sick weight loss so it doesn't it's not good but hey i'll take it uh bogey cat Productions, thank you so much man it says when are we getting a far point two announcement i don't know not soon enough though homie Awesome, Tatum. Thank you so much. Castlevania is always a good choice. He says, I agree. I don't know what you're talking about, but I love Castlevania. I also started watching some of the uh, TV show again because I love it. Um, uh, Brian, maybe you can answer this. Anonymously Forgotten says, how is there Thanksgiving in Canada given its history in America? Go. Uh, Well, if... if, um... If, if you don't know what Canadian Thanksgiving is, it's, uh, it has to deal with, uh, Martin Frobisher and his, like, attempt to find the Northwest Passage. Uh, but it was a failure. So I'm not, we're not actually really sure. Uh, it's more of a traditional thing at this point. I believe that Canadians don't really care about the reasons, uh, for, uh, for the celebration. It's like, it's just their way of, like, spending time with their family and shit. The same way, you know, ultimately that we do it here. That's, that's your answer. The more you know, now you know. G.I. Joe. Brian Goldstein says, I lost 38 pounds. Well, fine. One up me then in front of everybody. Jeez. Hope you're proud of yourself. I lost I lost like, like 20, but then I put like 25 back on. Does that count? <laughs> <laughs> That's like 50 Good pounds. Job, Brian Goldstein. Uh, you keep it up, buddy. I'm, we're, oh, yeah. We'll do this together. All of us. We're going on diets, cats. All of us are getting into shape so that we can Gain it all back over the holidays or seek the game, cat. Um, what up, man? He says, well, Canada is on the American continent. It doesn't really work like that, um, but it, but you're close. <laughs> Brax Bro says, knowing is half the battle. GB, the Or League, haptic ghost cat. Um, thank you so much, Nick Mulo. GC, the Diet Pepsi cat in the house tonight. Caught the very end. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> Bad Robo says, I'm still making this game, AJ. Sweet. I don't know if he's behind. Maybe he's on the dreams part. 
I'm going to still play it because I like it. Uh, I still play Dreams, and I love Dreams. It's awesome. Hey, man, you're going to have to Guys. finish your show by yourself. I'm over here playing Fortnite. <laughs> He's, uh, Brian's away playing Fortnite, <laughs> and I don't have access to the end the stream button so uh so what i'll tell you guys is that uh i've watched some horror movies lately i know i know brian and wes got their got their one hour of movie talk um so i'll give you my little recommendation oh my god i'm so ending the stream please just do an interactive chat do an interactive chat go see the blob uh the blob from 1988 uh terrifier is a good one uh um 10 cloverfield lane the descent um, and whoever and, and whoever uh, commented and said, "How did they not talk about Event Horizon during this show?" I agree with you. How the fuck didn't we talk about Event Horizon? That, that movie's awesome. Event Horizon's pretty good. It hasn't aged the greatest. It but. hasn't. I agree with you. I tried to watch it recently, but, but it's still good. It's still yeah, very that's good. Why I don't usually talk about it's still it good. Anymore. Um, and then what's like a good? Uh, it's a good hidden gem horror movie. I don't know. Go go watch Grave Encounters. Grave <laughs> Encounters. There you go. That's a good one. Can we please end the stream, AJ? Okay. At Kramer 3K says AJ AJing the end of the stream. <laughs> <laughs> it's phenomenal.